Today's episode of the Running the Bases podcast is brought to you by runningthebases.com. Find all things baseball on our website, runningthebases.com. Coming up, Coach and I are doing our 2021 MLB season preview bonanza, and you're going to love it. Coach, you're looking forward to this, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. Absolutely. But first, Mr. David Wayne Welcome, baseball fans, to another edition of the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined live and in person by Coach Jordan Bounds, who just celebrated a birthday. I won't say which year, but Coach... 40th. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Good to see you. Happy birthday. How's it going? I've had both vaccinations, and it's been over 14 days. Nice. Feeling strong as an ox. I feel like a puppy without a leash. (laughs) I will be joining you soon in that euphoria and that I have a vaccine scheduled coming up soon. Cheers to being an essential retail worker for over a year and a half. There you go. Hoping everyone out there is uh, staying healthy, staying safe, and uh, finding their vaccine shots as they become more and more available. And uh, it's springtime, and that can mean only one thing. What is that one thing? Pollen. (laughs) Exactly. It is time for our season preview show for the 2021 Major League Baseball season. All of our predictions for every division, every team, who wins what, all the way from opening day into the end of October. So let's jump right in. We do this every year. And as always, you spend a ridiculous amount of time figuring out the wins and losses for all of the teams. <laughs> and I have rightfully not done that this year. Um, we'll start in the American League. We'll go west to east, and uh, then we'll jump over to the National League. So here it is, our season preview for the 2021 Major League Baseball season. Let me start with this. Which team have you watched the most in this spring training? I I think it's been Tampa. Have you watched much of uh, our hometown Braves? I've watched just about every time they're on, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, watched, uh, I've watched a lot of White Sox and a lot of Angels. Uh, both of who uh, factor in prominently in my predictions. So, all right, but let's dive in. Starting with the American League West, the uh, I have Houston winning, as do I. Uh, I think that Jordan Alvarez being there all year can be just huge. I mean, he wasn't there last year; they still won. Uh, you know, I mean, they uh, it was shaky for him, but I uh, I don't believe in their pitching much. But uh, I think it is. Um, no, I, I think the West, the AL West is definitely the weakest division in the American League. I agree uh, with that. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, kind of the more fascinating one. It is. In, in some ways, I think... Feels o- feels pretty wide open. Oakland has lost a lot. They always lose a lot. But, I mean, uh, Simeon and Hendricks and everybody in the bullpen, they... They replace it with A.J. Puck and Jed Lowry, you know. I, uh, now, I know that's typical Oakland, but I really think this year that because teams are going to need so many starters with pitching, you know, you're not going to have guys going 180, 190 innings. Uh, and so it's going to be the wealthier teams that can afford all of this pitching depth that uh, – will really make a difference. And uh, I, I think Oakland's going to hurt that way this year. 
Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see a lot of pitching in general being available in in August for teams that are on the fringe. Right, right. I agree on about the uh, the Astros winning. I think that the one through three on their rotation is still pretty solid. If the big caveat to any of these predictions is if healthy, but Green Key as your number one, you still have McCullers, and then I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Urquidy. Yeah, I I don't know how to pronounce Urquidy. it. Yeah, but um, oh well, wait a minute, isn't he hurt? Didn't he get? As of this uh, recording, I'm I'm not familiar. He is hurt. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember seeing this, and uh, they were saying what a blow that was because that's one of the reasons that they went out and got Odorizzi. Yeah, and and Odorizzi I think had a good year last year because no, he had a real good year in 19. In 20, he didn't pitch much at all. Right. Well, neither did anybody. Right, but I mean, he <laughs> I, I think he only pitched a couple of games. When you're looking through all this, all the teams making your predictions this year. How much can you take away from last year? Does Christian Yelich's bad year last year make any difference to me? No. Uh, does the fact that Ian Anderson came out of nowhere at the end of the year and made a difference? Yes. That do- I mean, so you really have to look at it in an individual way. I, with some people, I think it makes a big difference. Others, no, not so much. Right, right. I mean, I guess for the non, the not exactly established players, Ordozi here, perfect example. I mean, you look at if they had a down year last year, does that does that mean as much? You're right. Yeah. I mean, you know? and I, I don't think it, it does mean as much. Well, he he was just he didn't pitch. That was you know uh, over under on the Astros. This is all I've got the over unders here uh, from uh, FanDuel DraftKings. One of them. I, I have the Astros ninety games. Uh, losing 72. I have Oakland at 86 and 76. I have the Angels at 83 and 79. Nice. Yep. Astros, I have them winning the division. Their over-under is 86 and a half. Wow. I'll go with the over. The Angels, it's 83.5, or 83 and a half, rather. So you, you're yeah. doing good so far. Uh, <laughs> Oakland is uh, 87 and a half. Well, I was pretty close there, too. Yeah, yeah. Texas... 67 and a half Seattle I have and a half. I have Texas 67 and 95 I have Seattle 72 and 90 Look at you look at you the true odds maker yeah. I like the Astros well I don't like the Astros but uh with the Astros winning the division I believe the Angels will be a wild card this year Now this could be just wishful predictions cuz I want to see Mike Trout in October so bad but that Angels team has all the hitting in the world, and Otani looks about as good as anybody in spring training. Well, I mean, they supposedly bolstered their pitching staff, you know, and but Quintana and Alex Cobb, you know, I just don't see. They haven't Quintana hadn't been Quintana, you know, in five right. years or so, and uh, I, I mean, Dylan Bundy had a good year last year, but. I I just I still don't see them having the pitching depth that they need. Right, right, which is always their problem. Right, right. I mean, they're going to hit the the cover off the ball, and I think that Otani will be one of their best hitters and probably their best pitcher. <laughs> well, <laughs> if he can stay healthy. Yeah, but he never has, so you can't yeah. just like they're going to do it this year because you got a guy who throws really well in the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. Quintana and Cobb, their off-season additions, 
they're they seem to be past their prime right and uh, now if they're on the cusp in early august they will need to make a trade for starting pitching sure yes i see i i really think i can see the angels being in contention uh pretty deep into the season but then they just falter at the end i don't think they have the depth in on the mound to uh, you know they they're going to hit their way into a lot of wins yeah and especially in that in that division you're going to feast on the likes of Texas and Seattle so often. I I see your team Seattle, I I love their players on the field. I just, you know, they have no pitching. Yeah. Uh, I you know, the uh Dylan Moore and Kyle Lewis, you know, that that was a great start for them last year. Poor the, Seattle fans. They deserve well, so much better. So does <laughs> Texas. I mean, Texas big addition is Fultonavich, you know. Yeah, who may not be ready to start the season. Actually, I think David Dahl will do really well for them. He's an addition. I mean, something to watch, something to look forward to if you're a Texas fan. Plus, they get to check out that new stadium a year right. later, so which looks like a giant uh, Coleman grill on the outside. I'll tell you something else with Seattle. I'm. Uh, it looks like Trammell. Uh, you know, I mean, they just picked him up. That now it'll be fun to watch. I, I'm just pulling for him because I liked his father so much. Right, right. And when we get to the Blue Jays, you they, will. Yeah. they're the all-legacy all-stars on that team. Um, one thing about Oakland, um, got to love the corners with uh, oh, yeah, Olsen yeah. and Chapman. And Chapman's fully healthy all year. You know, this. I, I think it's quite possible that it, Oakland and Tampa, once again, making the postseason on the strength of their uh, unorthodox use of their pitching rotation. I just, I don't think Oakland, they got enough pieces this year. But that's that's the way they do it every year. And, you know, everybody says that, then they win 94 games, you know, so. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. The American League Central, home of my, spoiler alert, World Series champion, Chicago White Sox. Coach, how big are you on the Chicago White Sox and throwback I, manager Tony Larusa for 2021. I have the White Sox winning the American League Central. Uh, I and I would probably have them winning the the American League and going to the series. However, I think Minnesota could also run away with it. I mean, if, absolutely. Uh, if Buxton and Donaldson and everybody is healthy all year. Uh, that's one heck of a team. We were, we were talking before we started recording about the Twins. You know, they added a, 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 a somewhat known platinum glove shortstop in Andrelton Simmons. Right. And their middle rotation guys, Pineda and uh, J.A. Happ, pitched to contact. So they will uh, get outs without giving up runs uh, via something other than the strikeout. Right. Um, I agree with that. I mean, it, they'll be right there, but I just think the White Sox are just, they're just stacked. Yeah, they are. They they went out and got pieces that La Russa would like to. I mean, you know, they their bullpen now is about as good as anybody's. I think Lance Lynn is going to help them so much more. Than, you know, cause in this year, he knows how to pitch, and he'll, he'll give you as many innings as anybody, and inning eaters are going to just be invaluable this year. Right, right. Coming off of a sprint of a season last year. Yeah, White Sox, best team in the division by far. You've got the returning MVP in Abreu. You've got the returning AL batting champ uh, in Anderson, our guy. Hendricks is the closer. Should work out well. Um, and then Lucas Giolito, that's my Cy Young pick right yeah, there. That's my Cy Young pick, too. And and if Kopech, who's 
pitching again if he can stay healthy. And he, they're planning on using him as a multi-inning reliever for the uh, whole season. Yeah, that's. But I, yeah, I think it's going to be so up and down this year. Uh, there's no telling how they're going to be using him in two months. Right. Um, what about the the Cleveland professional baseball team? Uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're going to be a really interesting team. Uh, I mean, they lost Cookie and Lindor. You know, they're they're another team you feel sorry for the city. But having McKenzie and Plezak join Bieber, that's still a very formidable pitching staff. Right. I think uh, the two middle infielders, Rosario and Jimenez, that came from the Mets, uh, I really like them, uh, despite the fact that they were Mets. I think, you know, it's... They're not quite sure who's going to play what position right now. Certainly, they're going to miss Lindor, but they're not going to miss him. I mean, they, they got something in return. That was not just a uh, a cash out. Uh, so, you know, I don't have them winning any more than 81 games, but still, I, they're going to be an interesting team to watch. Yeah. They're over under this year is uh, 81.5. Well, there you go. Well done. Well done, sir. Yeah, I, I mean— what is, what is the over and under on the White Sox and the Twinkies? So White Sox over under is ninety one and a half. I have ninety seventy two. Very good. Uh, Twins over under eighty nine point five. I have eighty seven seventy five. Very nice. Very nice. You're right there. You're right there with the experts with the yeah, sharks. Yes, I think I've gotten within two of just about everyone so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to review that, tally it all up uh, at the end. I think that's going to be true for most people's predictions this year. Right, and and I, I really in doing doing the predictions for this year, I feel like I went in lockstep with the with the pundits. Maybe a a reverse of who's a wild card here and there, but certainly not picking any long shot underdogs to to crash the uh, the October party. I don't think Detroit's going to be a surprise. Uh, no, I don't either. Detroit and the Royals. I mean, the Royals have a ton of young talent. They, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, the Royals are going to be a lot better. They're going to be. Uh, I mean, I don't. I have them winning seventy three games. Over uh, under was seventy two point five. Look at you. All right. Uh, they've got a lot of young pitching. Uh, outfielder from Boston, whose name I can never say. Bien Intendi. Yeah. Uh, it's just too many ends in that name. <laughs> uh, the uh, he's going to help them. You know, they're uh, they're going to hit and they're going to run. Right. Yeah, uh, bring back Dyson for another year, and he always makes things interesting on the base paths. Tigers gave up everything, got Julio Tehran. <laughs> such a sad state of affairs with my beloved Tigers. Yeah, it is. I have them winning sixty games. By the way, I have them winning sixty. The, wow, uh, that's the least I have any team in the in major leagues. I think. Wow, lower than even like the the lowly pirates. Oh no no, I have the pirates only winning fifty nine games. You're right. Yeah, there we go. Credit where credits due for the the yeah. race to the bottom. Yeah, Tigers. For the record, the Tigers over under is sixty eight and a half. Okay, so well you're, go- you're going way under there. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, I'm gonna give them some love and say they go over by. They're gonna go over. They're gonna make seventy wins. So. Oh well. Um, they would consider that a great year if they did. Right, right. Unfortunately for their very, uh, very solid fan base. Uh, Cleveland, though, you got to think a couple of things, you know, and truly they manufacture aces. I mean, gosh, they do. Shout out to the Cleveland scouting department for the last, you know, (laughs) 20 plus years from CeCe Sabathia to uh, Corey Kluber to now Justin Bieber, Trevor Bauer. I mean, yeah, they've had a few others in there, too. Yeah, for sure. 
um, you know, having Bieber as your ace is it's great to have an ace, and it seems as though they can rebuild on the fly. And I believe in Tito. We both believe in uh, Terry Francona a whole lot. So maybe they would be a, a, a fun underdog pick, long shot. And, you know, things are coming up Cleveland right now. Browns won a playoff game against the Steelers. So. I don't see Cleveland beating out the White Sox or the Twins. So. Right, neither do I. I mean, I have the White Sox you know, in first place. But I, as I'm saying, I, I would not be surprised if the Twins just ran away with it. Yeah, interesting that the favorites in the – Two divisions we've we've covered thus far: the uh, Astros in the West, and then the White Sox in the Central. Very old school managers in Dusty Baker and Tony Larusa. So you can take your analytics and throw it out with a fax machine. All right, and then finally, yeah, Larusa was using analytics back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the matchup the matchup king. And, and Baker will do anything management tells him to do, just so long as he can keep managing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't talk about the possibilities of uh, the Astros' revenge tour 2.0. We'll see. We'll see. I hope people have a memory. I, I do, too. I, wasn't it uh just saw this on Twitter that a security staffer was banging a trash can throughout, oh, I, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've... <laughs> throughout Bregman's at-bat, and he struck out looking. God, it's amazing, though, that they – about the Astros, sorry to backtrack, but – they pretty much bring back everybody on there. All they lost was uh, Springer. Preston Tucker now gets to play full time out in the outfield, and he's. Right. There, I, I was surprised they prospect. brought back Bradley. It looked like he was going to go somewhere. That was. They didn't bring back Verlander though. I mean, I mean, he didn't go anywhere, but he's not pitching. No. And they could use him. Yeah, they could. They could use him. So. They could use Cole again as well. <laughs> and, and and who couldn't really? <laughs> who couldn't? All right. Speaking of which, that leads us right into the American League East, home of Garrett Cole and your favorite New York Yankees. How do you have it shaking out in the American League East? Yankees first. Uh, I have them winning 92 games. Uh, I'm I'm not sold on their starting staff after Cole. I mean, Kluber, we'll see, you know, but I mean, uh, he knows how to pitch. If he's healthy, he can give him some innings. I mean, uh, they've got reliable starters, a great bullpen. Uh, They made, I I still think, the most important sign of the year in bringing back LeMahieu. Definitely. Uh, uh, I think LeMahieu will be the MVP. Um, Oh, all right. uh, I mean, that's not really a stretch, but I give you credit for going away from – from trout. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not going for trout just because, you know, why? I mean, you know, I mean, uh, and I'm not going to say Degrom's going to be this Cy Young because he probably will be. You know? <laughs> the uh, so I mean, just just to be different, I, I actually had it between Lemayhu and Correa uh, of Houston. Toronto is going to be right there all year. Uh, I think Springer really does make a big difference with them. They've added to their pitching staff. Uh, and I think when Toronto is winning, if they – now, a lot of that's going to depend how good Toronto is, is when they can play in Toronto. Again. Right, exactly. And, and if they're able to play in Toronto pretty soon, that's going to make them a lot better team. There, There's hardly a fan base anywhere, you know. Boston, St. Louis, I mean, there's hardly anybody that matches Toronto's. I mean, yeah. 
Well, yeah, when they're when they're engaged. Yeah, I mean, and when uh, the team's good, there's a lot of lot of empty empty seats in that dome and empty hotel rooms when the Blue right. Jays aren't aren't right. winning games. But this team is going to win some games. Yes, it is. It's going to be a lot of it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, now, I think Tampa Bay will be right there. I mean, I, I have Toronto winning 89 games and Tampa winning 88. You know, that could go either way. And ordinarily, I. I, I, I'm sold now. I, I, I believe in them well enough. If they hadn't had had a normal off season for them, uh, I would perhaps have uh, them winning the division. Uh, but this is Tampa, or yes, Tampa. But losing Snell and Morton, I just don't see Archer making that up. And I know they do this all the time, just like the A's do. Uh, they also have, you know, I, the uh, who's who's your Rookie of the Year in the... Well, it, it's someone from the race. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's yeah. actually my note, is that it'll... Because I think uh, a Rosarena is... Is st- still a rookie. Yeah. Uh, and I see that... Well, World I, Series legend Randy Rosarena right. is a rookie this year. But I don't think uh, in Wander Franco is going to start the season with him. Right, and that's I think number one rated yeah. prospect in but, all, and has been for like three years. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, since he was like sixteen or so. Um, <laughs> seriously, and after those three teams, Boston and Baltimore, Boston's got a young outfield, Verdugo and Renfro, and I mean, but name three Red Sox pitchers. Um, yeah, uh, Chris Sale. He okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, and that might be it. Oh wait, Adam uh, Adovato. Big, oh, that's true. That's big true. big trade for that guy just to pull him away from the Yankees. The uh, now, I mean, but the Orioles, they're, I mean, their their starting staff is led by Felix Hernandez and Matt Harvey. <laughs> I mean, do I need to say anything more? I have two or- pitchers that had their own days for a while. Yeah, King Felix Day, and then uh, and then Harvey Day. Yeah, well, it's been a while. <laughs> There's also a reliever in the division that was on the Orioles at one point. There are no day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah, it's just like QAnon. It all it all connects. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. By the way, uh, I have a Rosarena winning the Rookie of the Year, but I think uh, Kelnick. I've seen the Mar- uh, the Mariners a couple of times. I think he's. I mean, you know, he uh, Rosarena may not be healthy in. If he's not, then I'm going with Kelnick as the rookie of the year. Yeah, throw a little love to the to the beleaguered Mariners fans. Yeah, I, I I really like their their core players. Just they don't have any pitching. Yeah, um, the Blue Jays hype is real. Uh, that is definitely your uh, your sexy sleeper team pick in MLB. The the the, the national pundits would agree. Um, again, that all legacy infield with Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, and then uh, Biggio. Interesting with their pitching staff though. They pick up Steven Matz, and then they have Tanner Roark. Depending on which one you get is right. going to be crucial to them. Right. Because if those guys aren't productive and can't stay healthy, then this team may not win 80 games. Um, They're a lot like the Angels. They're going to score yeah, some exactly. runs. The, uh, the Yankees, I mean, geez, they're just stacked. I mean, you heard it here first. Over-under on the Yankees was 96 and a half. Well, I didn't give them that much. I gave them 92. Well, again, you're looking at, and and this is like the theme across the American League, two or three really good teams at the top, and right. then just two absolute bottom feeders. So, yeah, I do think that division has three good teams: Toronto, Tampa, and New York. Yeah, I I, I concur. Um, 
with the the Yankees, you're right about Kluber. If he can return to his form, um, that might be the best one-two in the American League. Uh, yeah, but that's like saying Hank and Tommy Aaron were the best home run hitting brother duo of all time. Yeah, yeah. but Garrett Cole and, and Corey Kluber, and if Kluber's, you know, like 90% of what he was a few years Three ago. Three years ago? That's a yeah. lot to ask, you know. I, but I he think, didn't pitch at all last year, so right. you got to think he's, you know. If Kluber just gives them innings, that's all they need. I mean, the Yankees just need innings. Well, and that's... Beyond a- Cole. I mean, you know, they because uh, they have such a good bullpen, and they're going to score runs. Oh, no doubt. Um, but Zach Britton is going to be injured starting the year. That's right. worrisome. Right. Uh, you know, Chapman, you got to wonder how many more you know, 100-mile-per-hour fastballs are in that arm. And then they did trade Adovano. It's very yeah. very odd, that whole trade and the reasons behind it. But with the Rays, even minus Blake Snell and uh, Charlie Morton, again, Archer, if he can be 90% or so, 85 90% of What he of was, what, how many years ago? How many years ago? Like five? Yeah, four, or something five. like that, you know? He's a different, yeah, they're asking something different of him this time now, around. But they are able to... You know, uh, if you're a pitcher, uh, you know, a, a middling pitcher in the major leagues, you want the Tamp- you want Tampa to, to trade for you. So you can go there and learn how to pitch. <laughs> exactly. Or you want Houston to uh, trade for you so you can learn how to cheat. <laughs> Hi-oh. Well said, well said. Stacked bullpen for the uh, Rays still. Oh, yeah. Glass now at the top, of course. You just broke to me that he's hurt. Well, I mean, I I don't think he's going to start the season on the active roster. All right. That's interesting. They've been worried about him for some time. They were worried about him at the end of last year. Right, 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 right. Well, and then hitting-wise, you still have um, a lot of that, you know, those those World Series starters. Choi at first base, although I think he's uh, nursing an injury right now. And uh, and then you know having Kiermaier anchor your outfield for another year plus again the aforementioned Rosa Reina their bullpen will be the difference maker again for better or worse uh, <laughs> game six of the World Series anybody yeah so um but I have it going Yankees and then the Rays Rays over under was eighty five and a half um yeah the Blue Jays their over under is eighty six and a half Red Sox. 80 and a half. Interesting. Um, and then the Orioles, their over under came in at 63 and a half. I had Yankees winning 92, Toronto 89, Tampa 88, Boston 78, Baltimore 62. You're you're like you're like right there. Those are I think you need to place all of these bets. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So American League outcomes to to recap. Uh, I've got Astros, White Sox, Yankees winning. Those are your division winners. I believe the Rays and the Angels will be playing in the one-game wild card. Your American League champion and my World Series champion, uh, the Chicago White Sox. All right, who are uh, – Yankees, your... White Sox, uh, Houston as the uh, the division winners. I The wild cards would be the Twinkies and Toronto. Uh, I think that's the one place we're different. I, I can't see I see the White Sox uh, winning it all. It's either them or the Twins in the, to come out of the American League. Right. All right. Who's your uh, MVP for the American League? Uh, the uh, I told you Lemayhu. Right. Or Correa would be my second choice, and that's only because I'm just not going to pick Mike Trout. 
<laughs> Mike Trout is will be the best player in the the league, but but it's MVP right. again. It's well, most I, valuable player within the within the con, the context of a season. Of a I think he's season. the most valuable player. I just don't think they're going to give it to him every year. Year nine on or no, is it year ten now? It's year ten yeah. on uh, Trout. Yeah. At what point do we get worried that? I mean, they need to make it to the postseason. What the next two or three years until you you really have to consider trading him. I don't know. You can't do that, but he might he might want his way out of there. He might. Uh, the Angels have had a long history of <laughs> holding on to long contracts for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Final I mean, year of the Pujols contract. Right, but I mean, going way back to Bobby Gritch and people, you know, uh, they, when uh, Gene Autry owned the team and they were, they bought more free agents than anybody, more than the Yankees. Yeah. Dave Winfield. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, I mean, my MVP is going to be Otani. He's also my comeback player of the year. Uh, but that's such a subjective award; it's almost yeah, I, I, too silly to include it. I, I don't include because it's always somebody who is injured. It's never a comeback anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it'd be great to like really hone in the criteria, like must have had drug addiction or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Josh Hamilton comes to mind. Yeah, right, right. God bless him. Uh, all right, your Cy Young? Uh, Giolito. Uh, Giolito. Giolito, yeah. For the White Sox, absolutely. Uh, rookie of the year? Randy Orozarena, and uh, Kellenic is my backup. Yep, I'm Orozarena or the the super prospect shortstop for the Rays. Bunda yeah. Franco. Yeah. Uh, and then manager of the year? Oh, gosh, it'll be La Russa. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I had. Bing. Well done, sir. Well done. I didn't I didn't put that down, but I Before we uh before we jump to the National League, which team are you most excited to watch? Who's like your MLB at bat favorite from uh the American League? Uh Toronto if they're playing in Toronto. Yeah. Uh otherwise probably the White Sox. Uh although Cleveland will be fun to watch too. Mine's going to be Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to know which uh, which new mascot they go with. Right. But for now, Cleveland will, professional will they, baseball Are they team. going to come up with a new mascot before the season? I don't think so. I think that's next year. Okay. They still they're still the Indians on all of their on all of their right. insignia and whatnot. All right. The National League, home of the World Series champion uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. I give them partial credit. I don't think that really counts. Sorry, L.A. I think um, I think you could have given them the pennant or given them the World Series without even playing it. Although, God, Braves, we were right there. Yeah, it was house money. We both we both accept that, but we were three games to one. We were right there. We we went full Atlanta and just coughed it back up. <laughs> All right, so let's go once again. We'll go west to east, starting in the the NL West. Get how does it shake out? Well. Everybody's going to be watching both the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, and the Padres are such a sexy pick. Everybody thinks they're going yep. to win every, everything. Yep. And they did just, you know, nobody added more than they did. You know, uh, Musgrove is just a forgotten person in this thing. You know, and Snell and uh, Darvish and even people like Profar and stuff. Uh, Melanson, you know, is like just a throw-in on the back of their bullpen. Right. He was our closer in last season, last Last season. couple of years. Yeah. But the uh, the Dodgers are still going to win 10 more games than the Padres. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have the Dodgers winning 106 and San Diego winning a very healthy 96 games. But... 
you know, the Dodgers are just going to lose every once in a while when some fluke play takes, you know, I mean, they're so good. They're so stacked. I can't, that Dustin May doesn't really have a, a place in their rotation or in their bullpen. I mean, they, they know they're going to use him, but like he would be, you know, top of the rotation on so many teams and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the fact that they added Bauer, geez. As we knew they would. They're the modern Yankees. Well, and I'll tell you along those lines, uh, here's a, a – well, I, I guess I should say this. I'll save it for when we get to the Mets, but go ahead. I think that the Dodgers and Padres are the rivalry in baseball for 2021. Right now, because certainly it's not the Red Sox and the Yankees anymore, or really the Cubs and Cardinals, Dodgers, yeah. Giants, no. It's interesting that the Cubs and Cardinals didn't become more of a rivalry during this you know, stretch of Cubs – success right it feels like it it didn't really materialize the Padres and the Dodgers especially given how that playoff series between them last year played out I mean there was so much animosity oh and they're talking trash and stuff all the time yeah it's yeah it's fun depositing the ball in the bullpen but it also it doesn't seem like San Diego can be just is San Diego is just not a mean enough city to be, you know, to super keep chill, <laughs> super chill to keep a rivalry going. But I mean, that's and but they got the best uniforms in baseball right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're crushing it on that front. And they have my MVP in, in Tatis. I mean, his flair, which he got, you know, uh, what's the word, admonished? Am I using yeah. that correctly? He He's somebody who will keep the rivalry sparked. I mean, he's going to be there. Yasiel Puig, uh, in this context, former Dodger Yasiel Puig, ironically. So does, so does uh, Manny. He will. Oh, he, he yeah. gets under everybody's skin. No doubt. And by the way, for a thousand dollars, who is the manager of the San Diego Padres? I remember <laughs> some young guy. <laughs> and you could say that about so many teams. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who these managers are year in and year out. Who do you? How do you have the three teams stacking up after San Diego? A couple more things, though, about the two ponies in this in this division. The Padres do need to show it over 162 games. So oh yeah, yeah. That's that's important. You know. Same thing can be said about the White Sox. Exactly. Yep. Fair. Although I thought the White Sox were kind of coming along in in 2019 and just kind of underperformed. But I thought the San Diego kind of came along last year. But last year being the 60-game sprint, it's I, I think the White Sox had their 2019 said something. And in fact, they should have been arguably better in that year, but Kopech goes out in 2019, and then they kind of fall off at the end. San Diego added Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove. Listen, my friend, I get yeah. all of that. Okay. I'm telling yeah. you, that's still, they're going to have to prove I, it. I, I agree. They got, they've, got to, games. they've got to prove it, but I have them winning 96 games. Well, and the over-under on the Padres was 94.5, so good job by you once more. Dodgers, 103.5 is their over-under. 106. <laughs> well played. Um, I'm just looking for something to throw in the ointment of all this Padres love. So, oh, I, yeah, so there I, you go. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. I The only thing I'm throwing in the ointment is I don't. they're not as good as the Dodgers. Right, you right. Know, they <laughs> may be the second-best team in baseball, you know, but they're not as good as the Dodgers. Right. Who, I mean, the Dodgers can have several significant injuries and still win 100 games. Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. they have, I mean, Bellinger, Betts, 
and Seager, those three alone could be your rotating MVP for the next five right. to seven as years. Fact, I have Betts as my MVP. You have uh, yeah, you have Tatis. The, it's, but that's taking Betts is almost like taking Trout. You know, I mean, right? He's as good a ball player as there is, and, and Tatis is as well. Tatis is as well. Tatis is a great pick for. Uh, you know, I think they'll give it to Betts just because the Dodgers are going to win so many games. Fair, fair assessment. Um, by the way, I have a great nickname for Trevor Bauer. Maybe it's been used already, but since he won the Cy Young Award last year, he's now the Mad Scientist. Oh, okay, all right, <laughs> okay. That's going to take off. I'm going to go trademark it after this. Uh, after we're done recording this, I bet he already has. <laughs> Um, he's just, uh, conniving enough to do such things. Um, he doesn't have any confidence in himself though. None whatsoever. (laughs) He's, he's a humble man that Trevor Bauer, um, rest of the division. I have the D backs, uh, placing third. They're over under 75 and a half, uh, giants fourth with 74 and a half is their over under. And then the Rockies dead last their over under sits at a, Robust sixty three and a half. No, I have them winning more than that. I have them winning sixty five. I have both Arizona and San Francisco winning seventy six. Um, I, I'll tell you something. The Giants though might end up winning more than you think because they often do. They turn people. I mean, they gave the you know they signed Lestala to a uh, Tommy Lestala to a three-year contract when nobody was getting three-year contracts this year. And it's, it's partially because he never strikes out, which is, you know, rare in today's world. But the, the Giants have a way of going out and finding Yastrzemski's and turning them into uh, serviceable ball, I mean, good ball players late uh, and stuff. You know, you, you look at all the age and, it, you know, that they rely on Posey and Lagoria and all these people that are, 500 years old, but they, they end up winning more games than you think they would. Uh, Arizona went out. They got somebody. I wanted the Braves to get Tyler Clippard. Tyler Clippard has been one of the most underrated relief pitchers forever, you know, and he, he's consistently gives you uh, strong innings. My uh, only problem with Clippard is that all of my images of him are in postseason games blowing it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just, he walks the tightrope on these huge moments, but the, only thing interesting in Colorado is is Trevor Story going to be there all year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Giants um the starting pitching of the Giants. Can you name can you Cueto. name Cueto? Uh <laughs> and uh let me see who else. I I don't remember right offhand. I I give I give you one, Kevin Gosman. Yeah, Gosman. Yeah, and he was he was their best pitcher. That was the one I was trying to think of. Yep. But yep. Former but, former brave Kevin Gosman. But we've Gosman. seen Gosman you know, from Baltimore to Atlanta to uh, San Francisco. Uh, he he can be your old Saberhagen, like really good one year and really bad the next. Yeah, yeah. They also have uh, Alex Wood. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just a, a bunch of broken toys. And uh, Anthony uh, Descal Descalfini, who could be their best pitcher. Yeah. And then uh, rounded out with uh, Aaron Sanchez. But their possibilities of starters, according to uh, MLB.com, include Logan Webb, Scott Casimir. Remember when he was a Cy Young candidate? Uh, and then a bunch of other guys that I have not uh, heard of. So well, I won't comment. Felix Hernandez and Matt Harvey were Cy Young candidates at one time, too. Right, right. Rooting for <laughs> Felix, for sure. Harvey, whatever. 
go join the pro tour uh in the in the pga all right um moving right along because because we really should the national league central interesting division in that really one through three could could place in any order but i think we both unfortunately feel that this is the cardinals division to lose uh yes but i'm not that strong on them after watching them today uh their pitching staff is decimated right yeah uh, flaherty is not throwing strikes his mechanics are all messed up they were talking about sending him uh you know uh like not starting him right away uh the rest of their you know all of their starters you know uh kim martinez grant uh wainwright they all have physical issues right now uh now i think arnado is going to have an unbelievable year uh he's out of colorado he is healthy he is he's going to be great uh and he's got going three four with goldschmidt like yeah. no that right now they're going two three goldschmidt oh, second yeah, yeah. and arnado uh third uh but I think their pitching could give them significant problems. I also, I mean, I have them winning the division, but only getting 88 wins. And I have Milwaukee getting 86 wins. Uh, I think Milwaukee's manager is the best manager in baseball. Wow, I, high praise. The, well, I just seen it for too long. I, I mean, Tampa's manager is the yes man for the you know uh their analytics department council thinks through i mean he uh i i believe in him and they have a picking up wong and bradley they are they're gonna be the best defensive team in the major leagues and they are looking at ways to stop runs from scoring uh and it's not all pitching and very similar to the twins in that in that respect well very similar to tampa bay and I just uh, I I believe in what they're doing. I um, I mean they got Gold Glove all over the place, right? That's for sure. And then of course, as you mentioned at the very top, Christian Yelich. You know, right? <laughs> we, we both have a lot of faith in that guy. And you know, Lorenzo Cain, Jackie Bradley Jr. There's a whole lot of pop in that outfield. Their closers as good as any closer in baseball, really. Well, he was last year, that's for sure. Yeah. The starting staff leaves a little something to be desired. Can you name three starters? No, but it they're like Tampa. They're not as significant on the Brewers and never have been, or since Council's been there. Right, right. They've done it with their bullpen. That, that's been their greatest success in the pitching department. But uh, here's some names for you There's uh, from their starting staff. Brandon Woodruff. Yeah, well, Woodruff is, is top-notch. Corbin Burns, uh, Brett Anderson. Uh, Josh Lindblom, Adrian Hauser, Freddie Peralta. Those are your... And that's not a bad starting staff for them. That's as good a starting staff as they've had in several years. Plus, they've added to their defense. Their bullpen is great. They have two of the, you know, pitchers at the end uh, that are as good as anybody. I, I believe in the Brew crew. Yeah, and, it, and as you said, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on this. If the Cardinals are an unhealthy pitching staff, right, and it looks like they are to start out the year... The Brewers could take off and have a stranglehold on that division. They could early they, on. Well, so I just are. somehow or another the Cardinals. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> so that's that's th- those are my notes. Those are my notes on the Cardinals. I mean, it is such a Cardinals thing to go out and get Nolan Arenado. 
Oh, uh, yeah, just uh, like they got Goldschmidt. Exactly. Yeah. And all right, so now let's go the other way. Assuming a full season of Flaherty and Martinez in particular, then they're easily the team that you have to beat in the division. Him, too. Yeah. Um, Logjam in the outfield, but there's your yeah, – I'll tell you something else. I don't believe that Carpenter can be uh, a all-time second baseman anymore. Uh, right, and it, he may not – I mean, he may not. Right, but uh, right now he's their second baseman. So he's going to shift, it would seem, into more of a utility player. I would think on. so, but um, well, with you know, without Colton Wong, it's a little right. bit harder to do. Um, you know, they have all these outfielders. Not sure what their 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 strength is going to be, but that that's where the Cardinals are going to bring up some player we've never heard of. They'll bring him up in June. And it's, right. it's going to hit 400. I, I don't know. I they, hate this team so much. <laughs> God, I hate this team. Yeah, but they got they've got a, a good young outfield though. Yeah, and and Bader what, and you know, yeah, Bader's but, fun 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 player there. Fits the mold of of a of a of a prototype Cardinal. Yeah, and he does. The uh, the Cubs are a strange organization. Are they in flux? Are they? Are they fielding a, a fully competitive team? They've got the studs in the infield still. Uh, got Team Brizzo and then Javi Baez. What do you make of the Cubs? I don't think – I mean, Bryant really needs to show something this year uh, yes. in order to get paid next year. Uh, I couldn't tell you who's playing second base for the Cubs. Uh, Bodie, I think? Yeah, I don't think Arietta is going to replace you, Darvish. Uh, Certainly not. Peterson, I think, was a good pickup for them. Yep, makes up uh, for uh, the offense of uh, Schwarber. I think more than that, more so. I think Schwarber was a good pickup for Washington, though. Um, I just everybody wins. Yeah, everybody I, wins. I think the Cubs are going to be a five hundred team, eighty one, eighty one. Yep, yeah, their over under is at seventy nine and a half. So that okay. was that was spot on. Um, somehow or another, because of you know, maybe not thinking it all the way through. I, I think they'll finish second, but I mean, they'll be right there with the Brewers and you make a real convincing argument for the Brewers. So I may have to may have to change that up. I may have to take a, take a marker to my prediction here. We, I just don't feel like I know what they are as a team right now. So if they're, they're uh, low to Midland uh, in late July, early August, do you trade a Chris Bryant at that moment? If somebody wants him. They tried to trade him already. Nobody wanted him. And they screwed that up. I mean, they really did by keeping him down that first year. He's also, he's a Boris uh, agent. I mean, Boris is his agent. So uh, you don't, I mean, if you're trading for him, it's not to keep him on your team. It's so strange how that played out. The Chris Bryant saga, his rookie season. And from that moment forward, there was nothing but contention between him his and Boris and the Cubs front office. Right. Right. And yet he was a rookie of the year MVP and they won a World Series with him fielding the last out. So And he's gone downhill from that one out on. Yeah. It's amazing. The game giveth, the game taketh yeah. away. So yeah, it's hard to hard to figure out. And their their starting rotation, you've got Arietta back. Arietta's the uh the modern day Mike Scott. For those of you who remember uh, the Astros in the mid-'80s. No, I, I disagree. Mike Scott was better. Mike Scott had good years not only with the Astros but with the Mets as well. And uh, Arietta had one really exceptional year. And 
in a couple of uh, fairly decent years. Yeah, he had he had a year and a half stretch where he was right. as good as anyone in baseball, and then yeah. Um, but yeah, Kyle Hendricks and Zach Davies and then Trevor Williams and then not really sure who their fifth starter is going to be. So that doesn't instill a whole lot of confidence. Kendrick's really good. But... And has been for them. He's been their, he's been their most consistent. Not at, you know, they lose Lester, which I can't even remember where he went. Washington. Washington. All right. Well, we'll get to that in a second. The, uh, what do you make of the Reds? They picked up one of my favorite players in baseball, Sean Doolittle. <laughs> I, I don't know how much Sean Doolittle is going to help them. They made they went all in like a year ago, and it hasn't paid off very well for them. I mean, you know, they got they got a, a playoff appearance out of it. They had the that's tre- true. They had the Trevor Bauer ride for a minute. One of the, uh, you know, for the uh, oldest continuously running franchise in Major League Baseball history and a very passionate, loyal fan base, you could say it was worth it. I mean, they're not going to they're not going to tank. They still have young talent, Nick Stencil in particular, who are fun to watch. And Luis Castillo is an ace. That is an ace pitcher right there. And Sonny, Sonny Gray is hurt a little bit right now. He but. I mean, he's just not going to start. He's—I I think he's going to be like the fifth starter or something, you know, at the start of the season. But and he uh, certainly found himself in Cincinnati. Yes, he did. So, how many? What? What's your win total for the Reds? Seventy-seven. All right, you're going under. The uh, over/under is eighty-two and a half. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Doolittle's not going to make that much of a difference. <laughs> Um, and then the Pirates. I think this might be the saddest story in baseball. The Archer trade is going to haunt them just about as much as any trade in baseball history, I think. Well, I, if I it gets remembered at all, because like who remembers trades now because they happen with so much more frequency, it's hard to. And there, there's so many that are just salary dumps and things where you're seeing superstars right. go for nothing. Uh, exactly. I still think the. Well, first of all, the Babe Ruth for a hundred thousand dollars—that's that still takes the cake. Uh, yeah, there you go. In modern times, I'll still go with Frank Robinson for Milt Pappas. Yeah, I'll still go with Smoltz for Doyle Alexander. Yeah, well, Doyle Alexander got Tigers a pennant. <laughs> got him into the postseason, didn't it get? Didn't get him a pennant. Okay, they, they yeah. didn't make it to the World Series, but sure. Okay, but the Pirates—I don't have anything to say about them. They're going to win fifty-nine games. Yep, their um, over under was fifty eight and a half. So you're right there. I'm going. I'm pulling. Going ahead. <laughs> you can put. I, you know, giving them that one more game. That that's that's the old Lasorda line. You're gonna win sixty games. You know. <laughs> you're gonna. Yeah. What is it? No, you win. Uh, His he said it in fifties. You're gonna win fifty games. You're gonna lose fifty games. Then it, you. So what you do in the other 50. Now, that only makes for 150 games, which might have made more sense when it was a 154-game schedule, but, you know. Right, right. The actual number would be 54. Everyone yeah. wins 54, loses 54. Yeah. That's what you do with the other 54, which the Pirates will lose. Yes. All right. We've spent a lot of time on the NL Central, but it is pretty pretty bizarre. And we Would you say it's the weakest division in baseball overall? Uh, no, I would say this year, I was I would say one of the American, uh, either the Central or the West was. I would say the uh, West, uh, AL West. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, the uh, I think Houston could still be a very good team if their pitching stand, stands around. But uh, the National League Central, you have two really good teams and one pretty average team. You you have them as three really good teams, but. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's all on paper. This is yeah, this, right. this might be the on paper division where it's like you really have to see how it plays out on the field. And you make a really good argument about the Brewers. I mean that, and and with a manager like Craig Council, they could push ninety in the win total and, and win that division. All right, and finally, we come to our Braves in the National League East. So, how does it play out? Well, I I think the Braves have to be glad that the Pocota rankings had them, I think, in fourth. Right. That's uh, been a real benefit to us. I know, because the yeah, they, they never pick Atlanta. Uh, I by have, the way, by the way, before you get going, this is, to me, the strongest division in all of baseball, oh, top I, to bottom. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think Miami's going to win some games this year. I think they will win more outside of their division than any division in baseball. Everybody says it. Yeah, I, I have the Braves in first pretty handedly. Uh, but, you know, you can make a, a real good argument for the top four teams to all to be there. You could tell me the top four teams, Braves, Mets, Nationals, Phillies, in any order, and I I could accept it. Right. Um, so, I, but you got Braves winning division, and then what after? Uh, then the Mets. Uh, who's everybody's pick? 87. Uh, I, have the, I have the Braves with 92 wins, the Mets with 87 the Nationals with 86, Philadelphia with 83. I mean, they're all, you know, somewhat close. Uh, I'll take one of the big pieces of news. I think I was gonna, thought about this earlier. So I think Lindor is not going to sign back with the Mets. Yeah, he has said that uh, if they don't do it by opening day, he doesn't. You know, he's going to go to free agency. And the Mets offered him 300 mil, and he didn't take it. Yeah. So. Um, but I think that I think that that whole I'm not discussing it during the season is is only posturing now. It could very well be, but I think uh, next year he's going to be a Dodger and Seager is going to move to third. Well, <laughs> that just makes too much sense because <laughs> the Dodgers, right? I mean, you know, they're the old Yankees. You know, they're... the Dodgers' starting third baseman is Turner this year, right. I believe, and then yeah. you know, but he's only a two-year deal, so. That would make sense. Or Seager might not sign. He's a free agent next year as well. So I feel like with the new owner there, Cohen, as gung ho as he is about all things, he will he will give him whatever number he wants. There have been reports that yeah, you know, I mean, like the Mets were never a team that uh, Lindor ever wanted to go to. You know, there. Uh, I mean, I, I know the climate has changed and everything now, but. Uh, We'll see. I just think that that's a very, I mean, that becomes, then suddenly the trade didn't work out very well. well exactly. And and again, with the Mets, it's always just about the health of that pitching staff. Right, right. So, and they have, what, they're, I think they're on their third manager in the last four years. <laughs> really? I mean, that is a revolving door. Actually, it should be four because Carlos Beltran was their manager right, for, for, for a couple of days. Right. <laughs> now, um, I mean, but they haven't, you know, they're, they've, made themselves a lot better team on papers, not just Lindor and Cookie. I mean, uh, McCann is really going to help them right, yeah. uh, behind the plate. And, uh, you know, Stroman coming back, is he going to be strong? Syndergaard might be there at the end of the year, but my, I mean, you, as you're saying, there's no telling about their pitching. Yeah. Carrasco already has a hamstring, you know. Uh, I mean, he's hardly ever healthy. You know, uh, uh, Syndergaard is, uh, we don't know if he's going to come back. <laughs> Well, uh, and 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 at this point, I mean, with with Noah Syndergaard, it's 
I feel like he, he should have been a free agent by now. I feel like he's been in our lives for a very long time. Really? He's I've sp- seen him pitch without a shirt on more than I've seen him pitch with a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's the all rehab Cy Young. Really? There again, the promise, the ceiling, if healthy, is so high for that pitching staff that you just can't you can't bury them until they're because Degrom's they're, at yeah. the top. Sure, I mean that's why. I mean you know sure, uh, and why not? He's yeah, the best, right? He's the best in 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 all baseball right now, and and that gives us the Braves, I, who's my pick to win the division again this year. Right. We like to win them in bunches, you know, like yeah, fourteen well, at a time. I have them five games ahead of. New York, I think they're a lot better team. If Soroka comes back healthy pretty soon, they could be awesome. I think one thing people are, you know, as good as we were last year, we went through almost all last year without a healthy Aussie, and we didn't have a healthy Acuna uh, that much. I think Jake Lamb is really going to help the Braves. Uh, He seems to be back to his old uh, Arizona self, Uh, and that's a big crutch if Austin Riley doesn't hit. Um, the uh, and I just think we there's so many starters now. You were talking about all the young ones, and they've all that are vying for Soroka's spot while he's recouping. Uh, they've all pitched well. Uh, you know, Wright and Wilson and uh, Anderson has pitched well. I and I think Smiley and Morton adding those to the mix. Um, uh, now they lost a little bit in the bullpen, uh, but uh, there's still a lot of pieces out there. I just think they're better team by far and it's tough for me to say that because that's like jinxing them but yeah if it's too crowded in the starting rotation for all of those great arms ian anderson goes to the bullpen i mean right now Uh, i well i don't i don't think so i mean i think uh first of all braves may be one of the teams that goes to a six-man rotation this year i think a lot of teams are looking at this because of the 60 game stretch last year uh they're they're not going to push Soroka, you know, that much, you know, he's right. Uh, I mean, and, that costs someone a job if they do that, right? Morton is they're going to give him days off, you know, Morton's 900 years old, uh, <laughs> he just pitches better at the end of the season than he does at the beginning. If you if you rest him, you know, uh, and that's you know, this is a team now that is like the Dodgers, they're playing to for the postseason. The, I know they have a lot tougher road to get there than most, but they're playing for the postseason. Right, and we're all the way this far in talking about the Braves and talking about the 2021 season and haven't mentioned Freddie yet. Right, who had a tough spring. That worries me like none. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I think I think Freddie might be helped by the fact that Chipper's going to be in the dugout a bunch. You know, so yeah. we, we, we can't keep talking about the Braves here. We're going to jinx them. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, So let's not talk about the Braves. Let's talk instead about the other two strong candidates in this division, the Phillies and the Nationals. Uh, What do you make of the Nationals? It's already, Strasburg's already hurt again. Um, They don't really have a third baseman at the moment, although they're going to start this prospect, Keyboom? Keyboom was there all last year. He's not a prospect anymore. You know, he's the heir apparent there right now. He hasn't proven that it's he should be the heir apparent. Yeah. Uh, he's somebody who has not lived up to his talent. He's a big question mark. But they did go out and pick up Schwarber and Josh Bell, uh, both uh, who could really help. I mean, because they have – it's hard to – there aren't many teams that can say, we have Juan Soto and Trey Turner. 
I mean, they have. Uh, That's a fact. I mean, in they, fact, there are no teams that can say <laughs> yes. that. Well, Soto's the best hitter in baseball, just flat out. They're, really? You're going to give it to him? Best hitter? Yes. Just just going by pure hitting. By the fact that he has never strikes out, has he has the best OPS, he has the best on base percentage, has the best average every year. <laughs> you know, he's better than Trout as a hitter. Now, he doesn't run bases like any, you know, he doesn't run base, you know, he he's a decent base runner, he's a decent fielder, but as just a hitter, I don't think there's anybody close to, to Juan Soto. Right. And I'm not alone in saying that. That's, you know, a uh, real universal kind of look at things. His, I recognize the excellence, but that's that's high praise when you're talking about there's... Bet, I mean, the only other person... I'm, LeMayhew will hit for a better average. He won't hit as many home runs, but he can get several out in Yankee Stadium that Soto doesn't have the advantage of. I, uh, I mean, you just you think about all, all that NL West talent, the Tatis and uh, Bellinger and... and and Mookie Soto, Betts, Soto mean, is not as good a ball player as them, but as just a hitter, he can hit with anybody. I, I all right. Uh, I wish he wasn't in our division. Well, actually, <laughs> right. I kind of like him being in our division. The uh, uh, he and Acuna have a real rivalry. Uh, I think Washington, though, Schwarber's going to be all right. It's his walk year. So he's going to figure – he'll pitch if he's got arm you, you is stapled. You said Schwarber. You, oh, you I, mean, to say I mean Scherzer. Scherzer. Uh, yeah, sure. It's Scherzer's walk here. He's going to be healthy. Uh, Strasburg looks pretty healthy. Lester is going to help them. And they still – Corbin had a bad year last year, but Corbin is still a, uh, a solid starter. I mean, you have those four at the top of your rotation – uh, and you have Soto and Turner. You're looking for other pieces to fill in. And this is a team that has they they play well together. They play well as a veteran team. So I mean, I I have them winning 86 games. That's one less than the Mets. Underneath that, you've got the Phillies, who you know they threatened all of us that they were going to go spend stupid money. It seems as though they just spent that money really stupidly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, they signed Real Muto back, you know, which is not Who's super. hurt? <laughs> yeah, he hurt his thumb. He's uh, got a fractured thumb. It's kind of bad for a catcher. Uh, but it's not on his catching hand. So, because uh, my granddaughter has a hurt thumb from catching right now. Um, you can play he, through it, huh? Rub some dirt on it. Well, they have those. Uh, they're like... For if you're in your catching hand, they have like this metal thing that goes inside the glove now. Oh. Um, I forgot what it's called. Uh, Philadelphia, I don't know who's going to play center field for them. Uh, <laughs> the uh, And it does look like, uh, I, I, I'll i tell you, I really like the Alec Baum, the third baseman that came around. He's been like about a little over a year now. And that guy can hit, he can rake. Uh, the uh, They've addressed their bullpen getting Archie Bradley and stuff I mean but it seems like they address their bullpen every year so and what is it what is it done for them in the right uh they have to address it again the next year yeah. uh and this will be year three of Harper uh, only second full year though of course he had a great year last year is you know he, he really did last year was next to his MVP year was his best year in the sample size year that it was. Right, right. right. <laughs> well, and, and he has such a complex swing, his mechanics get messed up sometime during the year. And he it usually slumps until he gets his mechanics back together. Uh, well, last year was so short, he didn't have time to have that right, happen. Yeah. It's just like Freddie has had 
a tendency to have an injury. Some, uh, you know, whether it was with his eyes or his shoulder, his hand, yeah, uh, his wrist. wrist. Yeah, I mean, that's happened to him so many times where that has hurt him for a portion of the year. Well, he didn't have that last year because it was only <laughs> 60 games. Um, give credit where credit's due. Harper had a great year last year. Certainly, but that's, again... The sticker, the sticker shock on this Phillies team that right now they're over under is 81 and a half games. Really? I have 83. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, you're right there. That's a lot of money for right. 83 wins. Yeah for, yeah, for a team that's just at 500. Yeah, and they've been just at 500 since they started spending all this stupid money. I, I haven't watched the Phillies at all during the spring. Well, and then I've got you know that that leaves the the Marlins as the as the uh, as the odd man out. They'll they'll come in last, but what a talented young team they have! They're not. Oh, they gonna do. Be a, they do. They're going to be a tough out. They made the playoffs last year. I mean, well, I have them winning seventy four. What is the over under on them? Over under on the Marlins is seventy one okay. and a half. I have them winning more. I, I'm really impressed. They are a very good young team. Um, what's the name of the first baseman? The big guy, uh, Jesus Aguilar. Yeah, Aguilar. You know, it started with an A. Uh, Aguilar has, uh, he's lost a lot of weight. He's come in, you know, he's in the best shape of his career. He is a leader on that team. He's the type of person they need to lead that team. Uh, their catching staff's got a lot, they got the, uh, who's the young guy? Um, has a, a great name. Uh, the a, second baseman. The second baseman for I them? think so. Uh, no, Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, Jazz Chisholm. Uh, Jazz. I know. Uh, That's a great name. The uh, he is, uh, he's for real, uh, as an offensive player. I don't know how much defensively. Uh, Marte signing him that was big. I think Duval will help them. Um, the uh, but their pitching is just unbelievable. Their starting pitching. Right, and again for a, a system that finds great pitching. I mean, going all the way back to. The, the Don D, Trail. Yeah, the D train. <laughs> I think that they get swallowed up by how talented the the one through four is in that division. But they surprised us last year and coming with all the COVID stuff. I mean they have so much depth in their system. If you have one of those teams, one of the the Nationals or the Phillies could have a couple of injuries and the Marlins might sneak past them. Yeah. Yep. And both the Nationals and the Phillies and the Mets, for that matter, are prone to big, catastrophic injuries. Yeah, we so, know the Mets are. Yeah, it's kind of uh, built into the brand at this point. Again, the over-unders, the Braves, 91 and a half. You I have 92. 92. I have them as my as my division champ. Mets, over-under is 90 and a half. I'm 87. All right. Uh, I have them as, as, as the wild card, actually. Nationals, over-under is 84 and a half. I have them at 86. All right. Uh, Phillies, 81 and a half. And then the Marlins, 71 and a half, as we just talked about. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, the National League. So, again, for the division, for my picks, I've got the Braves, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers winning their divisions. And then the Padres and the Mets are my wild cards. Uh, I have exactly the same. Yeah. I. I but I. But the Brewers, I have like one game behind the Mets. I may be off on that. The you know I'm I'm bigger on I'm big on the Brewers. Right, right. I just can't see two teams coming out of the Central. I mean, I, I think it's going to be either both of those teams play Pittsburgh an awful lot. That's true. <laughs> That's true. 
but you know it's going to be the Dodgers and the Padres in the West for sure. Both right. of those teams are making it in o- uh, yeah, to October. I, yeah. But I, I just think the NL East is going to be too stacked. Whereas, see, I just think they're they're going to be playing each other so much that it's going to be difficult to have two teams. I mean, I think the Braves are better than a ninety-two win seat team, but they're playing so many games inside their division against so many competitive teams. Playing the Marlins is not going to be an easy thing. Playing the Pirates is going to be an easy thing. That's true. But the Reds will be competitive. I mean, Mm. the Reds are going to... So, you know, I I think that the NL Central will beat each other up as well to the point where... And then they'll lose out of division games more frequently than your, your Dodgers, your Padres, your Braves, Nationals, Mets. I don't see where two teams come out of the central. I think it'll definitely uh, be two teams out of the East, but I digress. We argued better about that before the, the, the microphones are on. <laughs> right. So we're in lockstep on those who wins, who takes the national league then? I, I hate it, but the Dodgers. See, I think it's going to be the Padres. I'm going to give it to the uh, plucky young Padres and their crazy general manager and manager whose name I can't remember. The, What's interesting about that, though, honestly, is that they will have to play in the division series. There will not be Padres-Dodgers for the league. Well, there could be, but it it does not appear likely. It seems as though the Dodgers will be the number one overall seed, which would force the Padres to play in the wild card. So hence. Right. So we'll we'll at least get to see them square off, assuming. Right. Assuming they beat the Mets or whoever they're playing. Uh, I mean, sure, you can pick the Padres. I just think, you know, I I think the Dodgers are so much. I mean, I I would go so far as to say the Padres may be the second best team in baseball. Uh, I think you could make an argument that the Braves are. I don't think there's any question that the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. None whatsoever, because we didn't even talk about the man. Right. Clayton Kershaw. Right. Who's like their or, fourth starter or something now. Right. Right. And, and you know, Walker Bueller, he's yeah. my Cy Young Award winner. The, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to surprise you with my Cy Young Award winner. All right. All right. But see, it's my, my thing is that the Padres, if they, if they draw the Dodgers in that division series, which is how I think it would play out, then you only have to beat them three times. And, you know, you steal a game early in a series like that. I I think the Padres could do it, but if they don't, they could. Yeah. They could. I mean, sure. Yeah, I, you know, I think the Braves could beat either of those two teams as well. I'm just I'm gonna go. I think the Dodgers are that much the best team in baseball. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um. All right. And your uh, your awards for the National League MVP Mookie Betts. Sure. I have uh, uh, Tatis. Right. We already talked about that. I mean, and there, I'm just thinking that Dodgers are going to win so many games that they're going to just give it to Betts. <laughs> yeah. And he plays in LA. So right. Uh, the uh, My Cy Young pick is Pablo Lopez. What? Uh, and my second pick is Sandy Alcantara. Uh, wow. Those are the, it'll be one of them that will win. Pablo Lopez. In Miami, he's one. Of, I mean, these are he's, a, he's one of their starters. Yeah, he's he throws ninety eight. Uh, Alcantara <laughs> throws a hundred. Uh, the uh, uh, Sandy Alcantara has the most dominating stuff I've seen since Dwight Gooden. Wow! Uh, All uh, right. The uh, now he doesn't have Gooden's control yet or anything, but I mean, he is. I mean, he's tall, powerful. He's got Jose uh, Fernandez pizzazz out there. I mean, you know. 
the uh, and in I, Miami, why not? It'll be a Miami pitcher that will win the Cy Young this year. Well, that is shaking it up, yeah. and I I I appreciate that. I'm going with Walker Bueller just because he's going to play on that team <laughs> that, that's going to well, score all those runs and win all I, those games. For he him. may win uh, as many games by himself as Lopez and Alcantara will win. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, he's going to win a lot of games. He'll, he could very well be the... Yeah, I'm but, not exactly stretching on that one. No, but so could Bryant, you know. Or tr- yeah. Bauer. Yeah. Uh, Bauer, Trevor could certainly do it. Um, rookie of the year? First pick's got to be Key Bryant Hayes of the Pirates. The uh, He'll definitely get to play a lot. Yep. So. <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, and he has given every indication. I think there's a possibility that Ian Anderson could, because uh, he's still a rookie, still uh, considered, still technically a rookie. I think uh, the same for uh, Christian Pache. I think he's he's my he's my pick for the. Uh, he's if, if, he's he, the if he hits. I mean, that's you know he the way he uh, played at the end of the season was just so encouraging. You know, he hit a home run, a couple of doubles, and things that you know in a uh, few games he was in. Uh, the way he hit in winter ball, I mean, he was batting ninth on his winter ball team. Uh, right. That's yeah. not a good sign. Uh, doesn't mean much. He might have just been working on, you know, who knows. Uh, but he hasn't hit this spring. That's all, you know, it may take him a year. You know, he, he can play defense with anybody. And with Ozuna out there, he needs to be, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a bit of a ride with Ozuna not DHing and, being in the field more It'll often. It'll be fun to watch. We, we, <laughs> and frustrating. We've had our share of left fielders in Atlanta. Yeah. Jeff Burroughs. Yeah. Gary Matthews. Well, Matthews wasn't that bad. But Ryan Klesko. Rico Cardi. Jeez. <laughs> nice. Anytime you can get a Rico Cardi reference in there, you have to do it. And the big boy. Manager of the year? Uh, Craig Council. All right. Nice. Nice. A fave pick, but solid. I like it. Uh, I'm going to give it to Rojas from the Mets because right now I'm going to give Mets fans the love that they deserve and say that that team's going to win a wild card and that they're going to be a good team all year. So, uh, And then my comeback player is going to be Soroka because he's coming back from injury, and that's how that award works. So. Yeah. And then finally, just to just – to, to wrap it all up, who is your World Series champion for the 2021 Major League Baseball season? Dodgers. Wah, wah. I know. I yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> did you hurt yourself stretching on that one? No, but I mean, all right, you, you're taking the White Sox, but I mean, I'm going with the White Sox. Shout out to my boy Scott Brown. I'm picking your team from the South Side. Are the White Sox as good a team as the Dodgers? You're absolutely right. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball on paper, on the field. But how many times has the best team in baseball won it all in the last 20 years? I I understand that. I understand that. Uh, I don't know of a time, any time recently, where there was a team that was the best team in baseball by this much. Yeah. I mean... uh, Those are facts. And... uh, you know, when you have a team like that, add Bauer. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since there's been the head and shoulders above everyone else team. And so. I bet and I bet they add Lindor next year. Well, that's just great. <laughs> 
All right, well, there you have it. There, are, There's everything you at need least, for the... At least neither of them went to the Cardinals. Yet. <laughs> you don't want to speak that into existence. No. Or shoot, you know, Trevor Bauer opts out, and then the Cardinals pick him up, but... Bauer, Bauer's making all this money. He's only signing for like two or three years. Yeah. He's so... He's such a... Who do, what, what, what character do you compare him to from... From from recent baseball history, is he, is he like Fitterich? Oh no, no. Just character wise, I'm not no, talking he's not, about. He's stuff. not like Fitterich. Uh, let me see. It would be interesting to who who Bauer is like. Uh, Bauer is a lot like Gibson, a lot like Bob Gibson. Oh, all right. You know, uh, he's not as you know mean on the field as Gibson, but the confidence that he has in himself is very similar. All right, that's a good comp. That's a good comp right there. Yeah, confidence, you can find a lot of people who are that level of confident, I would think, but just his his unique take on how to be a baseball player oh, is like... Well, yeah, I mean, and he has uh, certainly revolutionized a lot of stuff, all the uh, training and stuff, the resistance training and all that. It's real revolutionary. Yeah, he's like, someone said if if uh, Greg Maddox had like a dark evil twin, that's your <laughs> that's who Trevor Bauer is. He goes into a laboratory and figures out how to throw uh, a brand new curveball that no one's ever seen before. Trevor Bauer is like no body fat, perfect, you know, works on his, you know, uh, his, str- his core strength and stuff and does d- different things with uh, stretching his ligaments and things to get them in. Uh, just this like superhuman strength. Maddox, go have a beer. <laughs> yeah, pick up a couple of Big Macs on the way home. Right. When do you think? Uh, I mean, Braves are what you're gonna have thirty three percent. Thirty three percent. Which which team? You said the Blue Jays. What other teams are really gonna benefit from having the fans back in the building? Well, the Blue Jays will benefit if they get to play in Toronto. They don't benefit if they're. I, I think they're playing in Florida, aren't they? Uh, Rather than uh, Buffalo, yeah, I'd have to double check the notes on that. I thought they were going back to Buffalo, but I could be wrong. Okay, well, uh, I could be tough wrong place too. to start baseball <laughs> up in Buffalo. Yeah, calendar may say April, but the snow you will know, disagree. It, it may be Florida and then Buffalo. Who knows? And then Toronto, and then who knows? Yeah, uh, New Orleans. I think definitely uh, the Padres. Padres oh, the Padres are they're so exciting to watch just because Tatis is just about the most exciting player to watch in baseball. Yeah, but you know it had to crush the, those fans in particular to not be able to watch oh, this yeah. team last sure, year when sure. they were yeah tearing it up. So, all right, well you can take all of these to the bank, running the bases, listeners. You were you really were like right there with all the with all your picks versus the over unders. Oh, okay, well, well done, sir. I I, I applaud thee. All right, well, thank you, as always, to everyone listening to the Running the Bases podcast. You can find us at long last, and I blame myself entirely, on all of the major platforms now. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, uh, always on SoundCloud, um, our OG site for hosting the Running the Bases podcast, uh, the Apple Podcasts app, um, and I think there's a couple of aggregator podcast sites that I'm not even thinking of, but... Search Running the Bases wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find all things Running the Bases on our website, runningthebases.com. So, for Coach Bounds, I am Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast coming into home. Always safe at home. 
Coach, let's play ball. Yeah, really, let's do it. Let's do it. Enough of this talk. Let's get them out there. You have yourself a good night, sir. Good night. Good night.